My name's Will DeFreeze, and this is a Sunday Scaries podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. This week, we've got listener questions. Let's not waste any time. Our first, what's an easy pampering thing that you do that makes you feel luxurious? Well, just recently, I got a package in the mail, and I have to admit, I was very excited about this package. It was from a company that I'd spoken about on retail therapy before called Sangre de Fruta. They sent me a botanical tonic, and if you don't know what that is, don't feel bad, I didn't either, but it's essentially a spray for your face, your body, or your linens. I've had something like this before, but it was rose water, and I really didn't know what to do with it other than spray it on my face. But then I started diving into this, and I started to learn a little bit more. The scent that I got was the Garden of Earthly Delights, so you can already tell that I would feel luxurious after this. The website says grounding notes of earthy local cedar, sandalwood, and rosemary are layered with succulent bergamot and light floral citrus for this deep herbaceous scent that is ethereal. They also said to be kept in your beauty cabinet or on your nightstand. Our botanical tonics are a fine mist of precious essential oils blended to bring freshness and well-being to your face, body, and linens. I have to admit, it has brought me a lot of relaxation. Not only does it feel good to spray on your face, but it smells so good on linens and it feels so good just to do a couple spritzes after you make your bed. And if you don't feel like spending the $58 on that, then I have a much cheaper option to feel luxurious, and that is simply drinking a water with some lemon in it. Our next question, do you own noise-canceling headphones? And if so, what is your review of them? I actually own two pairs of noise-canceling headphones, even though that seems like a financially reckless decision. But being in podcasting and entertainment and media overall, it seems to make sense to me to have that. So the two that I have are the Bose QuietComfort noise-canceling headphones, wireless of course, and the AirPod Max, which are really just like the it girl headphones if you don't really know anything about them. Uh, In terms of comfort, I have to go with the Bose. The ear pads are so comfortable, they sit very lightly on your head, and overall they're just kind of a light product, but they don't feel cheap. When it comes to sound, however, I think I definitely prefer the AirPod Max. I think this sounds a little more clean, a little more crisp, and just a little better. Whereas the Bose, it's not a noticeable difference to me, but there's times when I have my headphones on with the AirPod Max and I think to myself, wow, that sounds phenomenal. In terms of style, I also have to give a nod to the AirPod Max as well, but when it comes to price, it's not even close. The Bose are only $329, and I say only with a grain of salt here because I understand it's a very hefty price tag, whereas the AirPod Maxes are $549. So if you want the best of both worlds, I think you should just go with the Bose. They've treated me very well, and I've had a couple pairs of them over the years. Our next question, what are your essential carry-on items for an international flight? When it comes to flying, I'm actually pretty low maintenance, unlike everything else in life, but that's more intentional than it is natural for me. I really have to try. I don't like having a lot of stuff to account for. I don't really travel internationally all that much, but I really do hate lugging a ton of stuff that's just useless unless I absolutely have to. Of course, I need to have a set of the aforementioned noise-canceling headphones. A complete change of clothes in my carry-on is always a must just in case something happens. I don't need a a flight attendant to spill something on me and then I'm just sitting there with a Coca-Cola all over my lap the rest of the day. I love having a change of clothes and what feels even better is changing right into them when you land. It is the best. 
And rather than a laptop on the plane, I always like to have an iPad. It's just a little more intimate, a little nicer, and I feel like there's just less tech issues, and I don't have time for a tech issue when I'm on an international flight. And what I do there is I just download anything, and I mean anything that sounds good, on any of the streaming apps to make sure that I have so much entertainment for the entire time. I also pack a cozy sweater that I can kind of sleep in if the plane is a little cooler, and then I get every charger that I could possibly need, because the worst thing that could happen when you have a carry-on is to not have a charger and have something come up. But if you listen to any episodes leading up to my trip to Italy last year, you know that I can pretty much carry on everything at this point without a problem. And that's mainly because my wife vacuum sealed all of it. Our next question, rank your succession siblings by entertainment value, and then which succession character are you? My order is very simple. It's as follows. Number one is obviously Kendall. Number two is Shiv. And a close number three is Roman. But if I had to choose the one sibling who I identify most with, I have to admit that I'm definitely a conhead. And another succession question, what are 10 things Lucas Matson can't live without? It took a long time for me to come up with answers to this, but I think I did a good job. Here's the list of 10 things that I came up with. A watch with a larger net worth than Belize, the billionaire version of ChatGPT, whatever that is, a cold plunge pool at all of his residences, which I'm sure there's a lot. Green juice with ingredients that probably add up to $120 per serving. 50 of the same t-shirt that looks like it's from J. Crew Factory, but actually costs $240 per shirt. You know, that whole quiet luxury thing. More Bitcoin than anyone realizes. His own spiritual, personal guide or shaman. An original pair of Steve Jobs Birkenstocks on display in a house somewhere a wine cave that he forgot that he bought before the pandemic. And finally, something he mentioned in one of the episodes, his morning mushroom microdose capsules. This week's episode is brought to you by Nutrafol. You don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. There's a holistic solution for men that promotes both healthier hair and whole body wellness. Get ahead of thinning hair with Nutrafol's whole body approach to hair growth. No drugs, no compromises. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth thickness and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth nutraceuticals go beyond genetics to multi-target the root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle through the whole body health. Physician formulated using natural, medical-grade ingredients, Nutrafol's drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You too can grow thicker, healthier hair and support this show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code SCARIES to save $10 on your first month's subscription. This offer is available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $10 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code SCARIES. Let's do some more questions, shall we? Rank your top five cocktail hour past apps or hors d'oeuvres. Let's start with shrimp cocktails. There's just something so nice, especially during a hot summer wedding, about a cold shrimp cocktail and just some nice cocktail sauce. Maybe even a squeeze of lemon and some horseradish. Whew, 
no one's turning that down. Next, we have miniature roast beef sandwiches with horseradish. There's just something so comforting, so nice, so home about those little tiny roast beef sandwiches. Our next, canapes. The foundation is a bread shell that's ideally equal parts soft, chewy, and crispy. And they've been formed into a cup and shape to accommodate a wide range of sweet and savory ingredients. Part of the reason that I included the definition here is because I knew what I wanted to say, but I had no idea that's what they were called, and I had no idea how to describe it. And once I figured it out, I officially became a canapé guy. Our next would be Bellinis with creme fraiche. Bonus points if you have caviar. But my absolute favorite has to be deviled eggs. If you had to commit to a radically different lifestyle than your current lifestyle, what would it be? There's a saying that you've heard a million times, and it is not new. The grass is always greener on the other side. I don't hate the idea of a radical life change at any point in my life as long as my family is happy with it. But if anything, I do want to minimize the chaos in my life and the people around me. Which brings me to one of my favorite John Prine songs, Spanish Pipe Dream. In the chorus, he says, blow up your TV, throw away your paper, go to the country, build you a home, plant a garden, eat a lot of peaches, try and find Jesus all your own. Sounds pretty darn good, doesn't it? But I'd honestly probably take up oil painting or illustrating before I deferred to being in the garden just because I've never really had much of a green thumb. But the more I think about all of this, the better it all sounds. Our next question. What does it feel like to have celebrities repost you on Instagram? And I should probably clarify for anybody out there who's not on Instagram, they really mean the Sunday Scaries account, not me. This question was probably asked on the heels of Martha Stewart sharing a screenshot of a Sunday Scaries graphic during the last couple weeks. Is tagging celebrities in hopes that they'll repost the account a strategy of mine? Well, of course it is. That's the only reason I do it. I want them to see it. I want them to share it. And I want to get people to see our brand. It's a fun thing. Is it cool when they actually do share it? Of course it is. Do I get excited? Yeah. Do I see a spike in followers? Honestly, at this point, I'm not really sure. But is the goal of the Instagram page to get shared by celebrities? No, that's not the main goal. The Instagram has always been a venue to grow and share other creative endeavors that I've had, from writing to podcast to creating products. And while I do enjoy running the Instagram page, the sole purpose of it isn't to get followers as much as it is to sustain an audience that allows me to be creative for a living. So in a way, yeah, it's absolutely incredible. But it's not like they're sharing a column that I wrote or a painting that I did. So I kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. But I should know that since using celebrity taken photos for the page, I've really had zero requests to take anything down from any of the actual celebrities. If anything, a lot of them have had a lot of positive reactions. And honestly, that really does help. Our next question, what's your go-to way to kickstart a rough morning? Special coffee, donuts, playlists? The one thing that we do, and it's pretty much our routine at this point, at least one day on the weekends, is that we go to a local bakery and coffee shop. There we get a scone, we get some donut holes for our son, we get some breakfast sandwiches, and we get two strong coffees, probably with some oat milk in them. It gets us out of the house. Oftentimes when we're waiting in line, we see somebody that we know, or we even go with somebody that we know. We usually parlay it into other chores, like the grocery store. But I honestly, I think my wife likes it the most because it stops me from diving too deep into the non-Manchester United soccer matches that morning. But honestly, there's nothing like a good soccer match to really kickstart a bad morning. Our next question, 
What's something that you're excited about? I have to admit, even though I've been a little stressed lately, I have a lot to be excited about. When you hear this episode, the Kentucky Derby will be behind us, but as I record this, I'm so excited for it. And after that, we have another retail therapy trip to New York City, which should be so much fun, and I really can't wait. On a personal trip note, though, I'm going to Michigan in June for some golf with some old friends and to see my parents. And so honestly, I'm really excited to see my parents sooner than later. I'm excited to slow down a little bit this summer, and I'm most excited to slow down a lot this fall. But overall, what I'm most excited for is probably, well, all of it. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, the content you create, even your time. I have been using Squarespace since I started Sunday Scaries 10 years ago. It has been such a help in building the brand and making sure that it looks good, it looks tasteful, and it's well-run. Squarespace has so many different features that you might have not even realized that they had. Whether you're trying to list products to sell, maybe you're trying to send an email to all your subscribers, you could even just be trying to blog. Whatever it is you're trying to do, they make it so easy to build a website, to maintain the website, and to make any updates. I have been using Squarespace for the last decade, and I have no plans of stopping anytime soon. It is truly something that I will always thank myself for using, honestly. So if you want to do it yourself, head over to squarespace.com slash scaries for a free trial when you're ready to launch and use offer code scaries to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash scaries and use offer code scaries for 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And now let's close things out with some rapid fire questions. If you had an extra hour each week to do something, what would you use it for? This is a difficult question because there's part of me that thinks that I would be motivated, that I would want to go learn a new hobby, that I would want to go do something else. Maybe I could even read. But if I had an extra hour each week, I have to admit, I'd probably waste it. I'd probably go do something thinking that I had way more time and I probably wouldn't do anything intentional. So what would I try to use it for if I really had to? Honestly, just clearing my head by reading a relaxing book and getting some fiction in me. I don't think that's too bad of an answer. Our next question. What's the next espresso martini? What I'm going to tell you is not a big departure, but I do think it's worth mixing in every once in a while, mainly because you can drink this hot or you can put it on the rocks. And, you know, kind of having it on the rocks actually feels a little bit better to me. It's called a carajillo. It's made with espresso and liquor 43, and it's a classic Spanish cocktail that's popular in Mexico. Very popular down here in Texas, mainly because of our proximity to Mexico. But I think if you look on some menus after hearing this segment, you might see it pop up a little bit more. What is your favorite Architectural Digest open door house tour? If you don't know what that means, essentially Architectural Digest has a YouTube series where they go into celebrity houses and they do tours. It's kind of like a high-end cribs. And really, there are so many that I've enjoyed because I really do watch all of them. Uh, The first one that came to mind, which I will admit is probably my favorite, is David Harbour, you know, from Stranger Things. But he's done two at this point, one by himself and one with Lily Allen. I'm really talking about the one that he did by himself. I think, or at least I would aspire to have a similar style uh, 
to him when it comes to interiors. And if you watch the episode, it wouldn't be anything that you'd expect when you look at Hopper on the television screen. It's awesome. And it's something that I probably need to revisit a little bit more in order to uh, hone in my personal style a little bit. Another one that I really, really enjoyed was a little more cozy. It was Sienna Miller's Cottage. It was very much something that I'd like to have or, you know, use for inspiration one day. But who doesn't love a beautiful, tiny, quaint little cottage in the UK? Another one that was very good, of course, was Gwyneth Paltrow's house. She's got, you know, one of the more ridiculous spas you've ever seen. But if I had to have a vacation home in this, I'd probably go with Aaron Paul's house in Idaho. It's probably one of the coolest houses in the entire uh, series. And honestly, it's the dream vacation home. It is so cool. Our next question. What's your opinion on vintage watches? I'm not much of a watch person. I don't really like having many accessories on my person and having the weight of a watch on me doesn't really do me very well. So I don't really, I only have one. So I don't really wear a watch at all times. Uh, but when it comes to vintage watches, I'm actually much more into the idea of a vintage watch than I am into buying one brand new at this point. I think for the price, it's cool to have a vintage one. Uh, I don't have the budget myself for a brand new, really nice watch. So why not go vintage with it? If I've learned to appreciate anything recently, it's, you know, things with a history to them, uh, things that were made a long time ago and things that have a story. I think it's a little more interesting and I think it's a little more fun. So yeah, I'm into it. Do you have any tips for staying sane during wedding planning? Just one, abandon ship and do a small ceremony. It was the best decision I've ever made. You know, besides actually marrying my wife. Our next question. What are some pros and cons of coworkers being your close friends? I do work with two of my best friends down here in Austin, so I made a little list of pros and cons, which are a little vague. The first pro, you get to work with your friends. Who doesn't love the idea of that? A con, you have to make difficult decisions with your friends. It's not always the easiest and it kind of gets a little uncomfortable sometimes. Another pro is on good days, it just doesn't feel like work. A con is on bad days, you're tense with people that you really want to go blow off steam with. So you're kind of just find yourself in no man's land. Another pro, the dynamic is almost always great. But the con here is that when it's not great, it's not great. And you don't really have anyone to turn to. And I'll just kind of leave you with that. Our next, what is your favorite spring transition piece? For me, it'll always just be a light sweater while wearing a pair of shorts. But sure, sometimes I will mix in a sweatshirt, whether it's crew neck or hooded. I don't really discriminate or care for that matter. And finally, someone wrote in that they need a pep talk for turning 30. I'm 36. I'm not proud of that, but it's something I have to deal with every day. And as someone who dreaded turning 30, I can say wholeheartedly that my 30s have been the most fun stretch of my life and it has not been particularly close. I'm more stable in my career. I'm better at saving money. There's less pressure to do what other people want me to do. And I actually feel like I have control for once. If I could choose to turn 21 again or 30 again, I'm probably choosing 30 every single time. If you liked what you heard today, make sure to subscribe, review, or tell a friend in need about this podcast. By subscribing, you guarantee that each and every episode gets delivered directly to your phone every Sunday morning. And you can follow along on Twitter at SundayScaries and Instagram, which is at Sunday.Scaries, or you can follow me both on Twitter and Instagram at WillDefreeze. And remember, always trim the wicks on your scented candles. I'll see you next Sunday.